Support for this episode comes from Viator. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why Viator has over 300,000 bookable experiences, so there's always something for everyone. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Hello and welcome to the Arrowhead Pride podcast we call From the Podium, where you get to hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm the editor-in-chief of ArrowheadPride.com, Pete Sweeney. The Chiefs were back in St. Joseph on Monday following their very first preseason game, and after the practice, we got to hear from head coach Andy Reid, offensive lineman Trey Smith, linebacker Ben Neiman, and tight end Blake Bell. So we'll hear from Reid and Smith. We'll take a quick break, and we'll hear from the other two guys. But first up, here is the head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs, Andy Reid. Two new ones, really are uh, Riley Cole with an ankle sprain, Elijah McGuire ankle sprain. They didn't work today. Neither did uh, Bayless, Callaway, or uh, Larry Tardif. So everybody else worked and had a good had a good practice. So um, as far as the game goes, I feel like I did after the game. There were some good things, some things we can definitely learn from, and. Uh, um, but it was most of all, it was good to get the young guys some reps in there. I thought they did a nice job for the most part, assignment-wise, effort-wise, um, making plays, and then down the stretch, it was good to see them battle through and get the win. So, for that time's yours. One. No, I mean, he's just working back in and doing, doing it. So they mix him around. So it's not, I wouldn't take anything from it. He, he's just working, working through it. Yeah. What's your assessment of where he's been this training camp? You know, he mentioned to us last year that he was still mentally, even though he recovered. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so I think he's way better than he was. Um, and then every day he's getting a little bit better. Um, and he's getting more trust in his leg, which is the important thing. So. He just needs to keep going, keep working through, and if it's bothering him, then you back him off a little bit and, and take a step forward from there. Yeah. After you did review the tape, what did you see that you thought that the team would work on most? Did you address any of that today? Um, say well, the. After you did watch the tape, what yeah. did you feel like the team would work on most? Did you address any of that today? Yeah. So um, we had we had a couple breakdowns, assignment breakdowns. Um, we went back through and reviewed those plays today. Thought the guys did a nice job with that. Uh, we weren't in pass today, uh, but we still were able to get a lot of work done, run and pass game. We worked backed up today in four minute, um, which ends up being an important situation for us. So. Andy, uh, I know your first team offensive line didn't play a lot the other night, but uh, what, what were your thoughts on how they played? Did you see what you wanted from that group? I did, yeah. They had 11 snaps, I believe it was, and I thought they did a, a good job of what they had. We'll keep increasing it as we go with them, so. I'll get a little bit more this week. We'll just see how that how that rolls, but um, that's normally what what happens. Well, Remmers came back today, yeah. so it was good to get him back in there, full go, and um, and I think he, he worked out he worked out pretty good. So, uh, the, you know, they'll all play, and we, we rotate. Andy rotates all of them in there, so um, we've got full trust in him though. Yeah, 
Yeah, I think it's a mix because um, health is obviously important. But getting used to those new guys that he's dealing with, I think, is also important. Them hearing his voice is important. So um, in a game situation with fans and so on. So, yeah. Yeah, there's a chance, yeah. There's a pretty good chance, yeah. More than the four plays. Yeah, he can do either or. We were just getting him some work over there with the twos, and so it worked, you know. But he can do, he's good either place, yeah. I wouldn't read into that, yeah. All right, we good there? Thanks, yeah. Yeah, uh, I can actually do it. <laughs> you know, that's probably the first thing. Um, just watching the film, you know, it's got to finish better. Uh, that was the first thing that stood out to me. Just uh, finishing my assignment and executing a lot better. Your first action was against five in live action. I mean, what, what was your assessment and what was the, the, the offensive line's assessment of how well you all did? Uh, we haven't actually had a chance to go back and watch as a unit. Uh, but, you know, there are some things that we did well, a lot of things we got to work on. Uh, you know, we're, we're working for perfection, but obviously we're never going to attain that. But there's always something that we can do better, and, um, you know, getting on our assignments, better technique. There's always something we can improve on. That first play, um, obviously it was designed one play, but y'all moved move the 49ers defense back. Orlando Brown says those are the kind of opportunities to set the tempo. Yeah. How, how much pride do you guys take into that, knowing that you guys can go in there and impose your will? Yeah, we take a lot of pride in that fact. Um, you know, working cohesively as a five-man unit. Uh, you know, we take pride in moving the people in front of us. So we know we have some studs on offense, and it's our job just to give them time and space to allow them to do what they're doing. Yeah, as Coach Hex says, finish between my man and the ball carrier. So every play just staying in that position and finishing. Yeah, I think I just got to be better uh, just knowing my assignment, um, you know, executing my assignment, doing my techniques, and understanding the offensive scheme a little bit better. I have to do a better job of that. How, how do you feel like you understand the scheme better now than you did at the beginning of camp? Like, how much growth have you had in this time? Oh, yeah, I've had a ton of growth. Uh, just sort of going out there, understanding what I'm supposed to do in most of the plays, you know, just having a, a better football understanding of what we're trying to get accomplished, the concept of the actual plays. Yeah, I mean, it's a blessing uh, just to be in that position. Uh, you know, thankful for the Chiefs organization, believing in me and my talents, uh, to be able out there and represent them. Uh, but, you know, it, it's just a testament to God, you know, just believing in him and looking at how far I've come. Was that a low point for you? How, how, you're upset? How would you describe your, your, your emotions during draft day and the whole those few, few days there? Uh, disappointed, but I know at the end, you know, I'm going to get mine. So, uh, you know, at the moment, I was disappointed. Um, working that hard for that one moment you want to experience with your family. It's supposed to be a, a magical moment, you know. When it happened, it really wasn't, you know, in terms of how far I dropped, you know. But, you know, when the Chiefs picked me, we were elated, man. I couldn't have got to a better organization. I'm super excited to be here. Anything else? All right, thanks, Thank you all. Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Life moves pretty fast. Are you drinking water that can keep up? Smartwater Alkaline has everything you need to stay hydrated, no matter where your day takes you. 
Whether you're pitching a tent or your next big idea, Smart Water Alkaline can help you perform your best. It delivers a pure, crisp taste that makes it the perfect chaser after a big workout. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smart Water Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. Is heard from Andy Reid and Trey Smith, and now we continue on with linebacker Ben Neiman, followed by tight end Blake Bell. Here's Neiman. Yeah, I mean, that's a big part. There's a there's a lot of stuff that goes into it. Um, but anytime you can add special teams value, whether you're an undrafted rookie, an older guy, it's big. That's a big piece of uh, what we do here. Coach Tobe and Coach Reed put a lot of emphasis on it. So any way you can give yourself kind of a up in the process is big. What do you do as a, as a linebacker, though, to, to get that mentality that I am going to be a poor special teams guy? Yeah, I think it's really, you know, all the mindset of just being bought into it. Um, you know, Tobe talks about that, and uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of a, a mentality, a mindset, just being open to helping the team in, in really any way you can, increasing your value, basically, so. What have you seen from Nick Bolton from the time he arrived at this camp? Yeah, he's doing a good job. I'd say he's a really bright young guy. Um, you know, schematically, he's been able to pick stuff up pretty quick, and, uh, you know, I'll give him a lot of credit. Being a rookie, he's been able to kind of play multiple spots as well which you don't see oftentimes, you know, it's just getting comfortable and getting into things uh, at one spot and you kind of go from there, but he's been able to pick up the scheme pretty quick, so. Yeah, you know, just trying to, kind of similar to special teams, it's defensively, you know, just bringing value anywhere you can, uh, being able to kind of, plug and play in different spots. You know, there was a couple games last year where I was playing multiple spots, you know, within the game and we had guys go down, COVID, things like that. So, um, you know, just mentally staying in your playbook, staying up to date with, you know, what we're doing weekly. You know, we make little tweaks and, you know, front adjustments, coverages, and um, not just zeroing in on one position, but kind of being open and, and seeing the whole defense for the scheme itself, I would say. <clears throat> Yeah, you know, they kind of say, um, don't be a one-trick pony, I guess. So, um, you know, the more spots you know, the more you can do, the, the more it can help the defense. So. How do you see the difference between the only game from year one to year two, especially with just knowledge of the playbook and how he's been able to react to the ballpark? Yeah, he's doing a good job as well. Um, him and Nick both mentally picking up the defense. Um, you know, I see this year that he's running around a little bit quicker. I think he's feeling more comfortable um, with the scheme and all that, so it's allowing him to play faster and, He's doing a good job too. It was good to get him back out here today. So, with this being the third year of Spax's defense here, how much have you seen it change year over year? Are there, are there new elements this year that, that weren't a part of it last year? How much do you feel like you've gotten to, to soak up in terms of, of him fully bringing his defense? Here? Yeah, you know, uh, every year I think everybody's getting more comfortable in the scheme, and you know, the more comfortable we are, the more little, you know, tweaks and adjustments and little things he can put in. Just because, you know, it's not a uh, a basic, you know, I don't know what you want to call it, level. You know, we're at kind of that advanced, advanced level, and we have a, you know, a full understanding of the scheme. So then you can you can add more to it. How much of a, a mentorship role do you embrace with Willie and Nick Bolton? They are the young guys, and, and you and Hitcher 
Yeah, you know, they both know they can come to, to Hitch or I about anything. And, um, you know, both Hitch and myself just try to be open with those guys, help them in any way possible. You know, when we're not in, um, you know, we're still watching, trying to coach, um, give our little two cents on, you know, things we went through picking up the scheme and, you know, things we could do to help those guys grow and improve their game. So, What is, from a linebacker's point of view, what is the hardest thing to adjust to as a young linebacker in this scheme? Um, depending on what spot you play, I mean, at the mic spot, there's a lot of communication. Um, you know, you got to get everything right with the front, and then, you know, we're kind of the in-between piece between the back end and, and the front guys. So that communication, um, just being good with your eyes, your feet, um, you know, at this level, there's a lot of different pieces that go into it. So, uh, you know, probably communication is the biggest part, and then just a lot of adjustments kind of on the fly when the offense you know, makes adjustments we got to adjust to, so. Back this year a little bit stronger. Have you made any changes to your body in terms of training for this upcoming season? Uh, you know, I usually go back to Iowa, so kind of in the same routine. I might be a couple pounds heavier this year than, than in years past, but I kind of have a good routine down that I like. I've, every year my goal is to get stronger in the off season. you know, stronger, faster, everything, so. Yeah, it felt good. Um, it was fun to get back out there. Um, you know, obviously things you can improve on as always, but from a body aspect, it's really just trying to maintain those gains you make throughout the year and, uh, you know, stay healthy. So. Anybody else? Thanks, Ben. Good. Thanks, Appreciate ben. it. Thank you. Right now, you're, you've only got four tight ends on the roster. I mean, obviously, uh, Evan's feeling the injury, but what's the dynamic like knowing you've got a lot of reps? And rotating the young guys through as well, Noah Gray and Jody Fortson. Yeah, no, it's awesome. I mean, especially when you, like you said, when you got guys um, availability, because uh, you know these camps can be tough, man. A lot of reps, you know, with the seat and stuff, but you just got to get through it. Um, Jody and Noah, they're doing a great job, honestly, man. They're they're putting in the work, and and uh, you know, when you got a guy like Trav in the room, you know, he can coach us up, teach us up, even on the field. So, uh, you know, it's best in the game. So it's great. Oh, it's great, man. Anytime you can get a bunch of tight ends on the field, I love that. So, uh, but yeah, it's, it's awesome. You know, Coach Reed and the, and the staff, they do a good job of putting us out there and, and putting us in good situations. And, you know, we, we line up and, and do our job. So, uh, gotta love it. That's a look we didn't really see a lot of last year, even the first time around when you were here. How much does the dynamic of adding a Noah Gray give you all the opportunity to run with 13 personnel packages? It's great. You know, Noah, the way he can move and, and run routes, it's impressive, you know, and seeing a guy like that come in and, and do what he's doing right now, it's, it's awesome. It's great for the team. So, um, you know, having him out there and, and obviously with Trav too, and, and it's just hard for the defense, you know. They don't know, are you going to run the ball? Are you going to split out and, and, and uh, you know, run a route? So. Like you have the year away, just how much of the offense has changed since your sabbatical? What's that process been like? Yeah, there's always little things that kind of switch and, and, and change, but uh, obviously coming back, it's kind of nice. You know, I've been – to different spots where you got to learn a different offense and, and you know it's kind of tough and obviously last year going into Dallas with COVID uh, you know didn't have as many reps and you just kind of had to learn it virtually so that was tough but you know coming back here and coach Mel does a great job you know just from right where we left off and and uh, teaching what he teaches and it's it's been great. As a blocker, go ahead. 
Well, I was going to ask something similar, but you know, one, one of your strengths, obviously, at this position is the way you can block. And the two guys playing behind you, with Noah and Delia, I know that's one of the things they want to improve. Do you feel like that's one of the things they're leaning on you most is, is to figure out how to you know, block the way that, that you're able to? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I've always been a guy that, you know, I'm going to do whatever I can do to help the team. And, uh, you know, I feel like every year I'm getting a little bit better and better at blocking. And that's just reps, man. And, and uh, so, yeah, if I'm going to be out there and if they need me to run a route or if they need me to block and it's third and short, uh, I'm going to do it. So, you know, the end of the day, I, I'm here, I'm on the Chiefs, and I'm going to help the team win, whatever I can do. Did you feel like that was a strength of yours early on, though, or that was something that came to you well, I think it, it came to me a little bit. Um, you know, I've had some good tight end coaches, you know, going through my these past six years, and uh, it's helped me a lot. You know, kind of starting with that first year at Oklahoma, uh, you know, we kind of ran the ball a lot. We are doing a lot of power, so that helped me try to get in a three-point stance and, and try to figure out, you know, how to run block. So, and that carried into each and every year, um, and it kept getting better. So, like I said, just the more reps you get, and, you know, you got a guy like Chris Jones out there going against him in a six technique every day. That's... It's going to make you better, so you uh, you got to love those times. Outside of Chris, who's the toughest assignment for you to block? Oh, how tough is he? No, outside of Chris. You mentioned Chris Jones. Like, yeah, yeah. On any given play, who, who gives you the most difficulty as a blocker? You know, honestly, that's the, that's the thing about the NFL, man. I mean, everyone's getting paid, um, and you, you go against different guys with different moves. Um, you know, Chris is, is so good at what he does. It's incredible, so that's going to make me better, and so that's going to make the team better. Um, but other than that, you know, you might go against outside backers, you know, real good with their hands. Um, and so they do a great job here. But I'm looking forward to, you know, kind of getting to get into some of these games and going against different guys and, and playing against different people. Like, coming back into the huddle, have you noticed anything different about Patrick in terms of his voice, his leadership, how he's handling some of the young guys in that huddle? Just what's it been like going from what you saw, obviously leading up to the Super Bowl win to coming back into that huddle? You know, honestly, Pat is Pat is Pat, man. He he constantly is trying to get better. Um, he commands the huddle. Everyone listens. Um, you know, I think that's the cool thing. You get in the huddle, you just see all the eyes on him, man. And he's always spitting out that play. Uh, you know, he might just get one word of the play, but he he's gonna know the whole thing. Um, but that that's the coolest part about him, man. He knows the offense. Uh, you know, if you don't know what you're doing, you know, he's gonna tell you. He knows everything on the the whole field. So, I mean, he's a special guy, man. Anything else? Thanks, guys. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you.